For Thursday, August 6, 2020, this is Did You Wash Your Hands? We're a podcast from WABE answering the questions everyone's asking during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm Emil Moffat, in for Sam Whitehead. Today, running outdoors by yourself is an activity that seems made for this age of physical distancing. But what happens when the social and competitive aspects of running, such as group runs or races, are not possible? I think that's one of the hardest things we face. It's the biggest challenge for those who use events as ways to measure uh, their fitness. Staying motivated to keep moving when the rewards may not be there. Coming up, a conversation with Rich Kana, Executive Director of the Atlanta Track Club. That's next. You love free, and at Ameris Bank, so do we. That's why we're proud to offer worry-free, hassle-free Ameris Bank free checking. Manage your money your way with convenient access to digital, mobile, and telephone banking, all with no monthly service fee or minimum balance requirements. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. For more information or to open an account, visit our local bankers in person or online at amerisbank.com slash free checking. Other fees such as overdraft fees may apply. Ameris Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Support for WABE's local coverage on maternal health and mortality comes from Georgia Health Initiative, whose mission is to inspire and promote collective action that advances health equity for all Georgians. Learn more at georgiahealthinitiative.org. It's the last weekend in February, just two weeks before the coronavirus pandemic shut down life as we knew it. And the Atlanta Track Club is putting on one of the most epic running weekends in the city's history. This is a showcase that we know the entire world will be watching our great city. The U.S. Olympic marathon trials featuring hundreds of the fastest marathoners in the country, followed the next day by a race that was open to everyone. We want to welcome everyone here to America's Marathon Weekend and Running City USA. There were just so many people and they were cheering and it was so cool to see like at least 15 of us, you know, running together for a very long time. Well, if you had told me uh, on the weekend of March 1st that that was going to be one of the easier weekends for the track club for the year, I would have said you were crazy. That's Rich Kana. He's the executive director of the Atlanta Track Club, an organization that puts together dozens of races and events across Metro Atlanta every year, including an Independence Day staple. The AJC Peachtree Road Race is the world's largest 10K, uh, and it is... Uh, held annually on July 4th. This would have been our 51st running of the Peachtree on the 4th of July. So our half century streak came to an end and it was a difficult decision, but in hindsight, it certainly was the right decision based on uh, the amount of virus that we see uh, in uh, in Georgia and around the country right now. So uh, it was disappointing Um, But we are all about safety, we're about wellness, we're about improving people's health. So it was just inevitable, unfortunately, uh, that uh, that we were gonna end up in that position. Now, when we registered everyone in March, 
we had every hope and expectation that we would be able to have it on the fourth, but that just wasn't meant to be. And now, as I understand it, um, we are looking at uh, possibly Thanksgiving. What are some of the factors that will go into your decision as to whether to hold that in, in November? Well, there's two main factors. The, the, the first factor uh, is, is being allowed, being given a permit by the city to hold an event of that size. Uh, and the second factor certainly is related to, to the first one is can, can you do that safely? Can, can we spread out uh, the Peachtree experience over uh, enough time such that we, we spread people out in a way that allows them to participate in the event that they know as Peachtree, uh, but in a way uh, that does not spread virus. And the Peachtree is not the only race that's been uh, either postponed or canceled this year. You had the the major marathons, Boston, Chicago, New York City, all not happening this year. Uh, As a runner and someone who promotes the sport, um, it's been a very unprecedented year for competitive runners. How are you feeling about uh, 2020 as a runner? To your point, every major marathon and major road race around the world uh, has been canceled or postponed or moved to a, to a, a virtual experience. Uh, and I have a hope and uh, expectation that 2021 will bring us back to some new normal. Uh, but the upside, the silver lining that I see uh, is that we see more people running and walking uh, around and on the streets of Atlanta uh, than, uh, than ever before. Uh, and, and while we have to do it by ourselves and can't come together as we normally do anecdotally, uh, we believe uh, that this, uh, this, this COVID, the coronavirus, could really usher in a, a new running boom. For many people, races, whether they're, uh, you know, someone's first 5K or someone's trying to, to qualify for the Boston Marathon, either end of that spectrum, they use races as opportunities to kind of motivate them to, to train and go out and run. Um, what are you hearing from runners uh, these days as far as uh, the motivation that they're using to, to train when they don't have those races to look forward to? I think that's one of the hardest things we face. It's the biggest challenge. Uh, for, for those who use events uh, as, as ways to, to measure uh, their fitness, uh, their, their journey along sort of a, a road to being more healthy and more fit through, through aerobic activity like running and walking. I use my watch. I, you know, I, I, there is sort of the saying that the, the clock never loses, um, but if you can play some games – uh, on some of your favorite routes where, where you're monitoring uh, your progress relative to how you did the day before or the week before, uh, it provides uh, that, that, that barometer, if you will, uh, to see how you are performing against yourself, against the clock, the, you know, the, the, the previous time you did it. Uh, you mentioned, uh, touched on this a little bit earlier, the Atlanta Track Club uh, trying to keep members engaged. Uh, what are some of the things that you all are doing uh, to be able to kind of keep that that uh, that sense of community, uh, even though people can't necessarily be uh, be together in the same place these days? So Atlanta Track Club has more than 30,000 members, uh, and most of those members are used to being with us in person uh, at our events or in our training programs. So, so we are doing our best uh, to provide them running and walking solutions virtually. So we created, in addition to our main website, we created a microsite called The Distance, uh, 
So it's the distance atlantatrackclub.org. And every day we are putting new content out there from, uh, from training online training sessions, uh, from core workouts to, to yoga, to, uh, videos on best places to run here in Atlanta, uh, to other sorts of content around diet, around injury, uh, as well as entertainment elements, uh, playlists, uh, to to sort of uh, to change up sort of what you're listening to every time you're out there uh, running. So we're trying to provide as much as we can to our members and non-members. We can't necessarily predict uh, the future as far as how long this pandemic will last, but looking forward, when when we do um, start to look toward uh, holding these races uh, and events again. What changes do you see there might have to be uh, in the way races are set up and run? It's a good question. Atlanta Track Club over the last three weeks uh, has operated something we called our public summer series. And it was a bit of a pilot program, small events, just to just the two, two or three hundred people uh, spread over three or four hours in a touchless race experience. So we, we mailed out your race bib. Uh, we mailed you a mask, uh, and you had a start time that was assigned to you, or you, you registered for a particular start time. So you're only on the start line with a, with a relatively small number of people. I think you'll see more of that going forward. We learned a lot over these last three weeks on how you can responsibly operate an endurance event where you deliver a great experience, but you do it in a safe and socially distant way. And what were some of those things that you learned and how, what was the response from people who, who took part in these, uh, in these events? So the response from the people that were there was overwhelmingly positive that they thank you for finding a way to allow me to continue to run and walk. Uh, and that, that was universal. We found that it's very difficult to find a place uh, for people to gather. So you need to do it on private property uh, where you are not beholden to that jurisdiction's uh, you know, permitting process. Uh, and we also found that uh, runners in general, runners and walkers seem to be socially responsible. We ask all people when they show up for our events to wear a mask when they arrive uh, and to put on their mask as soon as they are done participating and almost without exception. Uh, people have followed the rules to a T. So, so I'm hopeful uh, that the running community gets it and sees that the that the more responsible we act as a community, the more quickly we'll get to a new normal. Rich Kana, Executive Director of the Atlanta Track Club. Did You Wash Your Hands is a production of 90.1 WABE Atlanta, where ATL meets NPR. Special thanks to Stephen Key. WABE's managing editor is Alex Helmick. Scott Wolfel is our chief content officer. You can reach us at washyourhands at wabe.org. You can find all our episodes in your favorite podcast app, where you can also leave us a rating and a review. And you can find more stories on the coronavirus pandemic at wabe.org slash coronavirus. If you haven't recently, now might be a good time to go wash your hands. I'm Emil Moffat, in for Sam Whitehead. Thanks for listening.
world is full of mysteries. Are ghosts real? Is that yogurt expired? Hey, the unknown can be scary, but when you donate to WABE, you know where your money is going. Your gift supports the journalism that keeps you informed and the programs that pull back the curtain on complicated stories. Help us make the world less mysterious. Become a member now. Go online to wabe.org slash donate and thanks.